In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 2, verses 34 through 38. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanoel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God, and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Thanks be to God. Devout Simeon had been waiting for Jesus for a long time. Upon setting eyes on the infant Jesus, Simeon sang. But his song was followed by sober words. This holy child would be the cause of the falling of many in Israel. What did Simeon mean? He meant that many of his fellow Jews would reject Christ as the promised Savior from sin. Simeon said that this child would be a sign spoken against. Think of the signs and wonders Jesus performed. None of them created faith in the hearts of those who witnessed these displays of his power and glory. Only the gospel does that. But these signs and wonders were used by Christ's enemies to attack and slander him repeatedly. In this way, this Christ child would indeed be the cause, the stumbling block of many in Israel. Their words and actions would reveal their unbelief and hatred toward Jesus Christ. Paul's words in his first letter to the Corinthians reminds us of Simeon's prophecy that many in Israel would fall on account of Christ and his cross. 1 Corinthians 1.23, we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews. This very Christ child would also be the cause of a sword piercing his own mother. This figure of speech has been used by some who regard Mary as almost divine herself to view her as suffering along with her Savior on the cross, suffering that God regards as extra goodness that adds to her son's merit. They see Mary and her son as sharing in the work of redemption. This was not Simeon's meaning at all. Mary was stricken with grief at the crucifixion of her son, but her tears earned nothing for herself or anyone else. Her son Jesus suffered alone to send away from his mother all her sinfulness. He forgave Mary and united her to his heavenly father through his word, water, and blood. So Mary is one of many in Israel who was raised to new life in her Savior. This is the good prophecy that Simeon spoke, that Christ is the solid rock upon which many in Israel will rise and stand. Surely Simeon recited the words of Psalm 118 countless times with his lips. I will give you thanks, for you answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Simeon held the capstone in his arms and saw him with his own eyes. So did the prophetess Anna, who fasted and prayed the Psalms in the temple day and night. It seems unlikely that Simeon or Anna lived to see Jesus rejected by their countrymen or to see the nails driven into his holy hands and feet. But they knew the redemption of Jerusalem was in their hands. Jerusalem is God's way of speaking about his people and their place with him into everlasting life. Wherewith Simeon, Anna, and Mary, we too will repeat the hymn again. Gloria in excelsis Deo. To God on high be glory and peace on earth to men. On this eleventh day of Christmas, let us pray. In peace, Lord, 
Let your servant now depart according to your word. For mine eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for every people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Amen.